Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to Season 4, Episode 2 of The The Castle Chat. Chat. Hey friends, thanks for joining us again for another episode of The Castle Chat. We are so excited to bring you our episode titled, And the Award Goes to Dot Dot Dot. And our category for this episode is going to be Disney Quick Service Restaurants. We are going to basically have a award show where we have nominees and we pick winners for different categories that are related to quick service restaurants. So let's chat about it. My stomach is already growling. Talking about these quick service restaurants is going to make me even more hungry. So I am ready to jump in to this award ceremony. Yes, it's so fun. I love this episode so much because we get to have a lot of fun with picking nominees and winners and and then getting to kind of share that with the listeners and hear y- y'all's thoughts as well and what you think if we think you think that we're right or we're wrong or you agree or disagree um, but basically the format of this episode is we have different categories for quick service so for example you know best sweet treat best savory snack best in animal kingdom etc and we have gone in and both selected um, nominees for that category and once all of our nominees were in there we then went in and rated them on a scale of one to four or however many items are in that category if the nominee gets the highest number associated with it that means it's our top choice so basically caitlin and i go through and we put in our rankings underneath the nominees and then we add the numbers together and whatever one has the highest number is our winner so that's kind of how we do this episode um we also love to hear your thoughts on it too so be on the lookout on instagram for um, some polls and some ways that you can participate in this award show as well but we've got some really cool categories and quick service food is so fun and it's so easy to grab in the parks and so we're really excited to um, to chat about all these different categories Yeah, so for those of you who are not frequent Disney park goers, there are different categories of meals that you can get in the parks. There are table service, meaning it is your, you go in, you sit down, you have a full sit down experience in a restaurant. There's quick service, meaning it's also considered counter service. You go up to a counter, you place your order, and then you can pick up your food and sit down and eat it. Um, It's not your full restaurant experience where you have a waiter they ask you your order and they bring it to you Um, and then there's also snack options in the park so we are focusing on quick service restaurants it was a little bit of a struggle to narrow down what the gray area of a quick service is so if we go through these categories and in your mind you're like how on earth did you forget about this one well maybe there was <laughs> a gray area where we decided it didn't necessarily belong so the way that we 
chose these particular nominees for categories was we wanted it to be a quick service that you can get a full meal at. Mm-hmm. Some areas are considered, or some restaurants... They're uh, almost like they're like carts or kiosks more. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. So you can only get one type of food there. You couldn't make a full meal off of what you can order at that particular location. And so we decided to nix those from the options mm-hmm. for nominees because... For example, a Cheshire cattail is one of my favorite things to get in the park, but the place that you get the Cheshire cattail, that's really all you can get there. I couldn't make a full lunch or dinner off of the options there. So we didn't consider that in our nominees. Just to give you a little heads up in case you get a little bit frustrated that we don't say your favorite thing. (laughs) Yes, thank you for that clarification. That is definitely going to help with listeners. So why don't we, I mean, do you want to go through and kind of say the categories that we have first? Yeah. So Court, why don't you tell everyone what categories we have nominees for before we break down who wins any of the categories? Okay. So we've got Bougie Quick Service, Best Bang for Your Buck, Best Sweet Treat, Best Savory Snack, Best in Animal Kingdom, Best in Hollywood Studios, Best in Epcot, Best in Magic Kingdom. I'm sure you could see where we were going there. And then Best Overall Quick Service Restaurant and Worst Overall Quick Service Restaurant. So some really fun categories. We really wanted to cover all four parks. And there also are options for quick service outside of the parks, like resorts and Disney Springs and stuff like that. And we were like, oh my gosh, if we go down that route, then it's good. There's the lists are going to be so long. So we will definitely, we'll do an episode in the future where we cover resorts and like Disney Springs and off property type of stuff. So don't worry, we will cover that for you in a later episode. <laughs> but do you want to go ahead and let's get started with our first category? Of course I do. Yeah. My stomach is growling. <laughs> we are going to start with the category bougie quick service. Yeah, bougie. So <laughs> the nominees for most bougie quick service are ABC Commissary, Satuli Canteen, Leal. And Le Creperie. Oh my gosh, you're so good with like the little accents. I really don't know if I said them right. I hope I did, fingers crossed. You say them better than I ever could, so. Okay, well, um, do we need a drum roll or you just want to shout out the winner? Well, this one we had a tie. (gasps) Oh my gosh, can't decide on anything here. No drum roll though. Okay, well. Just go for it. The tie is between Satuli Canteen and Le Creperie. Hmm. So, what are your thoughts on this? So, I have just heard so many people rave about Satuli, and I personally have never had it. And it's a shame, because I should have. (laughs) But Satuli Canteen is in the world of Avatar, it's in Pandora, and um, I think it offers just quite a different type of menu than any other quick service. Um, it's very out there, really feels like you're eating in Pandora. So I I think that definitely categorizes it for me under bougie and it's just very different and you get like, I feel like you get so much for your money and you, but it, it could be considered more money than what it is. I think that everything that you can get at Satuli Canteen is beautiful. It's yes. culinary art. It is beautiful. Which I think makes it really bougie. 
but in terms of location, I think this is where Satuli and La Creperie different are different for me. Mm-hmm. Is that the location of the crepe place in France that's new? Mm-hmm. This is a new location. Um, feels bougie. Yeah, it's France. Everything feel, in France yeah. is bougie. So it's a beautiful spot. You feel like you're in France or in Paris, and the food is pretty, maybe not in the same sense as Satouli Canteen, but I think the atmosphere in which you get your food and what you see when you're getting yeah. your food is the bougie-ness of um, Le Creperie. I keep saying it with an accent. I feel like you have to. <laughs> um, and then Satouli Canteen, the food itself feels bougie because it's it's kind of like festival of the arts where they make the food like really pretty and instagrammable Mm. um and they're making it feel like it comes from a different planet um so i think that's a fair tie so i mean you've got the bougie food itself and the bougie environment so no now what if you just switch them up and you put the food from satuli canteen in the creperie and then you put the crepes in avatar uh interesting i think i would probably have to go with Satouli Canteen if you get the food and the atmosphere of France for sure. Yeah. So I mean, there like I go. said, I think it's a fair, <laughs> a fair tie because one has really awesome atmosphere, the other has really awesome food. Yeah. Okay. What's our next category? Our next category is best bang for your buck. Yeah, we want to get the most money for our food. So wait. <laughs> for our money my goodness i'm so tired (laughs) well we understood what you meant it's okay that happens i always switch my words back and forth so okay and the nominees are pecos bill tall tale inn regal eagle smokehouse harambe market and la cantina de san angel and the winner goes to another tie i know (laughs) So Court and I basically, in going through these winners here, we flip-flopped on our top ones. So (laughs) her top one was my second top and vice versa. So that's how we end up with these ties because both Pecos Bill and um, La Cantina, which are the winners here, the tie here, one was my top and one was quartz. So why don't you break down your top and why it wins the category for you? Okay, if you if I have to. <laughs> well, first I was gonna say that we want your help with these ties. We want tie breakers, so we're definitely gonna put things on Instagram where we're gonna be like, if you had to pick, what would you do to break the tie? So that's gonna be helpful as well. But my top pick was Pecos and The reasoning why that is my top pick is it makes me, this is really weird to say, it kind of feels like I'm going to get in Chipotle, but not, but it's really good and you get, you get a lot of food, right? I mean like, yeah, you definitely do get a lot of food. I would say just this is a random side note. One of my favorite aspects about Pecos Bills is I can get um, a side of cuties. I can get fruit. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I like it because, like, in Magic Kingdom, a lot of the food options are very much just, like, American food options, like burgers and fries and nuggets. And here you can get something a little bit different, and it's really yummy. You get a lot of food. And so 
if I'm like, I need to fill up on something, I can definitely go there and, and fill up for um, the same amount of money that I would pay for chicken nuggets and fries. So true. I totally agree with that. And I would definitely say anytime my large family is in Magic Kingdom, this is where everyone wants to go mm-hmm. for the same reason. Mm-hmm. It's like getting a Chipotle bowl, a rice bowl, yep. um, and you can kind of customize it because they have um, most notably the the toppings bar yes well it has been out of service because of covid but i mean i'm thinking it's gonna come I it mean, should come back they soon. took masks away they're bringing hugs back please bring the toppings bar yeah at Pecos you can really customize it and like you don't really get that option at other quick service restaurants so that's why that's my topic so when when the toppings bar comes back i think that pecos bill for sure is best bang for your buck because you can get a bowl or nachos or whatever and you can throw on guac and all of the whatever that you want on top of it mm-hmm. and make sure that you actually have a good amount of food like you said that's not the yeah. burger and fries um and you can get those cuties if you want a little <laughs> bit of fruit it's hard yeah. to come by um my top quick service for best bang for your buck maybe now that i'm saying it out loud doesn't really make sense on why i chose it but um <laughs> same idea la cantina de san angel is right across from um the big pyramid in mexico um which is where san angel i think the restaurant's name is san angel so this is like la cantina de san angel mm-hmm. so it's a little taste of what the sit-down restaurant is like but their tacos are so good you get rice and beans with the taco when you order it um you can order a side of chips and queso or guac you get a lot you get a lot for you and somebody else or multiple people to share you can also get margaritas here so in my head like maybe i spend more money here than i would at pecos bill but i can get so many things that i love and finish them all and be totally satisfied whenever i'm eating here i without a doubt like I always want to eat here because I can get that much food and not spend like the sit down meal price Mm -hmm. and know that the food's going to be so good. Yeah. That's cool. All right. Next category. What we got? Our next category might be my favorite. It is best sweet treat. And the Mm. nominees are the Nutella waffle from Sleepy Hollow. Joffrey's donut from Joffrey's, a lunchbox tart from Woody's lunchbox, and the raspberry macaroon from Leal. Tell them the winner. Tell them the winner. Oh my gosh. Well, we were in agreement on this. The winner is the Joffrey's donut. There is no donut in the world like a Joffrey's donut. No, it's as big as your face. Yes, I think that if we're going for bang for your buck this also falls into that category but it's not a full meal so we put it in its own category for sweet treats um i also know joffrey's isn't like full meal to the extent that we've been talking about but you can get a full breakfast like it's breakfast yeah you can get coffee it's coffee pastries like you can you can get breakfast there for sure and they're in every single park, so <sighs> it's Joffrey's is the best. If you've never experienced Joffrey's at Walt Disney World, 
I just say book a trip just for that. I mean, just go and experience Joffrey's. Go get coffee in Disney. Ugh, one day we will have to do a like, history of Joffrey's or something like that, <laughs> yeah. just so we can talk about it more. But I love Joffrey's. You can't find a better donut. You can't no. find a donut that's bigger. And they have, honestly, their drinks or coffee is great too. So if you're going to have the sweet treat and then you can have a coffee to balance it, like cold brew, whatever your yeah. taste is, um, I don't think you can beat it. I will say the raspberry macaron from Leal is exquisite. I love this thing. It's very rich. I always share it whenever I do get it. But if I had to pick a winner, without question, I'm going to say Joffrey's Donut. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're so beautiful. They're covered in icing and sprinkles. They're so good. And I'm not a coffee drinker, and I like their their chai, their iced chai. They have other drinks that I think they have smoothies as well. Like there's mm-hmm. so many things to get there. So our winner is hands down Joffrey's. All right, so switching it up from sweet, going to savory. The next yeah. category is best savory snack. So our nominees for this category are corn dog nuggets from Casey's Corner. Just saying, that makes me smile. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay, sorry. Moving on. Next nominee. Loaded Tots from the Friars Nook. Chips and queso slash guac slash salsa from (laughs) La Cantina de San Angel. And Cornbread from Flame Tree Barbecue. And our winner is... Chips and queso guac salsa from... (laughs) La Cantina. <laughs> That's so funny. I I saw a picture of somebody eating the the chips and guac and salsa combo from this place, and I just was I was admiring how much food they had on the table with it just being that. Like that could be a whole meal. Oh and it, yeah. I I haven't had it yet. I haven't had it, and that's I'm going into Disney in May. I'm planning on having it because I love chips and queso, but it looks amazing. So I think the hard thing in Epcot in particular, I don't feel like it used to be this way, but now it is. There are festivals year round. So the snacks that you want to get at places like their regular year round quick service are not really your first option because Mm. of all the booths and the snacks and things that you can get there. So I think that sometimes the food in Epcot now can get overlooked because of all the food booths from the festivals. But if you just need a quick salty something or need something, you need some munchies to go with your drinking around the world, like this order of chips and dipping whatever you (laughs) prefer is so big. There's so much and it's really good. They're like, I feel like they're homemade tortilla chips. I don't know if I'm just making that up in my head, but they're really good. The dipping things that you can get are all really good too i wouldn't say that they're like subpar in any way yeah um and it it is a snack sometimes i get the corn dog nuggets as a whole meal but if you're sharing (laughs) it could definitely be a snack um yeah i mean also can't you also get like a bean dip as well with the queso i think i've seen that too which i'm sure that's very filling yeah as well but you were so right about like the festivals and the booths that they have it really my attention goes immediately to those because they're specialty items that they don't have year-round, so I want to try those, and I don't think, oh, I'm going to go to this quick-service restaurant and get something that they always have on the menu. It just doesn't make much sense to me. So, um, But I plan on trying it. 
yeah, next month. You definitely should. Obviously, I think all snacks fall into a bang for your buck category. You spend a decent amount of money for a thing of chips and guac or queso, whatever you might choose. But at the same time, it's Disney and they're not skimping on what they give you. You get whatever if it's eight dollars for a basket of chips and dip yeah you get that eight dollars worth oh for, for sure. sure and it's good yeah that's awesome okay great now let's head into the specific parks and the best options that they have within each park so let's start with animal kingdom okay so again clarifying there are quick service outside of nominees that we picked we just picked the way we did this, we each picked our top two nominees and then voted accordingly. So if your favorite is not on here, let us know. We need to know what we're missing out on. So just go ahead and send us DMs on Instagram. It's fine. But don't come for us if it's not on the list. <laughs> Please don't. Okay. First up, we have Best in Animal Kingdom. And the nominees are Flame Tree Barbecue, Satuli Canteen, Yak and Yeti and Harambe Market. And the winner goes to Flame Tree Barbecue. Flame Tree. Okay, this place is so good. I used to be a Yak and Yeti fanatic, and I would always mm. go there because, kind of like we were talking about, it's not chicken tenders and fries or burgers and fries it was like rice chicken and some veggies um i feel like things have changed a little bit and how they make their food and it's not as good as it used to be um flame tree barbecue has been good and has always been good and now <laughs> instead of going to yak and yeti that's where i prefer to go the sides don't have to be french fries either so it gives you a little bit of variety i feel like for quick service restaurants, it's really easy just to get your standard like fast food meal. Um, and this definitely feels like a barbecue joint. Yeah. I mean, I'm, uh, I think it's cool that they have that option within Animal Kingdom because there are some just regular run of the mill type of places there. And I, I do like that Animal Kingdom has stepped out and done some different options that really fit the theming of the park, like Flame Tree Barbecue, like Satuli Canteen, Yak and Yeti, that kind of stuff. So it's it's nice to see that, um, honestly, out of all of the nominees we have on here, all of the ones that we have are all very unique places. For sure. I personally think Animal Kingdom has the best food. I know Epcot has a wide variety of types of food that you can eat. Mm. Outside of the festival booths, their year-round food, I think, is second to Animal mm. Kingdom. Yeah, but, Animal Kingdom does have good food. Yeah, and with flame tree barbecue again like they have really good baked beans you can get a side of cornbread and the side of cornbread is like a six inch by six inch like piece of square cornbread it's huge <laughs> it's a like a good helping that's why it. it was on best savory snack right exactly <laughs> um you can get a salad here you can get um safari amber ale they used to have an orange aid that's delicious they just have a good variety of things here and all of it's really quality i haven't had anything there that i've been like eh, it wasn't really that great yeah um some places i have gotten food from and and felt that way and i've never felt that way at flame tree yeah definitely okay let's move on to hollywood studios Alrighty, so the nominees for Best in Disney's Hollywood Studios are Docking Bay 7, Ronto Roasters, Woody's Lunchbox, and ABC Commissary. 
and the winner goes to Ronto Roasters. I was so excited to announce it. I wasn't sure if you were going to say it, but I was really excited to announce it. So I feel like Ronto Roasters, okay, tell the people, for those who aren't immediately familiar with what you can get at Ronto Roasters, tell them what the hot item here is. Okay. The hot item at the Ronto Roasters is the Ronto Wrap. It's basically a breakfast heaven in a wrap. I don't know how to describe it other than that. It's like sausage and cheese and I think there's another ingredient in there wrapped in some like type of pita bread. And let me tell you, when I'm going to Hollywood Studios in the morning, the first place I'm going is Ronto Roasters and I'm getting me a Ronto wrap. Yeah, so they have a breakfast version like Courtney's describing and then they also have a lunch version. I think it has like some type of slaw. Yeah, it has like coleslaw. Um, The breakfast version's better. Yeah, I would. I don't even touch the lunch one. Only breakfast. Breakfast yeah. is the only option. <laughs> if you disagree, let us know. But the breakfast version definitely surpasses the lunch version. Yeah, and I think that there are definitely good options elsewhere in Hollywood Studios. I think it's one of those things where in Galaxy's Edge, if you're doing the Star Wars thing, kind of like Satuli Canteen in Animal Kingdom, yeah. the food is an experience. It's themed it doesn't seem like it comes from a a planet that we're familiar with or food from earth it very much seems Mm -hmm. like it's from somewhere else um and so i think that the story behind the food makes it more intriguing i definitely like what they have to offer at ronto roasters better than docking bay seven um docking bay seven has what you typically would get in like American food, they do have some healthier alternatives, but then they just kind of make it in weird form. Yeah. Um, the Ronto wrap, I think, is from a general consensus from Disney lovers, the item to get. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, for me, it won this this area or this category. I think ABC Commissary gets overlooked a little bit. They have different options for food that you can't find anywhere else in any Disney park. Um, If you kind of get tired of everything else or you aren't into the highly themed food, um, they do have some good salads. I think they have like shrimp or something there, like some type of like sauteed shrimp. Um, But it's it's not a bad option either. Woody's lunchbox is like mostly breakfast or mm-hmm. um, sandwich and soup, and soup is not usually a good item to get in Florida unless it's like one of the few months that it's somewhat colder. So yeah, but I mean Woody's lunchbox is always packed. Like now True. that like with COVID, you'd have to order everything via mobile dining. If you want to get Woody's lunchbox for lunch, you better go ahead and order that food at like 8 a.m. for 12 o'clock. Because if you wait and like an hour after park opening, all the lunch slots are taken. Like yeah. I think with kids and being in Toy Story Land, that's where kids want to eat for lunch. And it, I've just never had an opportunity to even try and get food from there because I, it, especially with COVID, I, you just can't. So so usually my like my rope drop Hollywood Studio mornings, I go ahead and put in a mobile order for a lunchbox tart from Woody's Lunchbox. Mm. It's the only thing I order. They have loaded tots there, but so does the Friar's Nook, Mm -hmm. and it's way easier to get those than it is at Woody's Lunchbox, so I usually don't even bother. Um, If I want the lunchbox tart, sometimes I'm not the biggest fan of the flavors. It's more of a like cookie-type thing than it is an actual Pop-Tart, which it's supposed to mirror. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Yeah, overall, I think that Ronto Roasters has to win this category. Definitely. 
Okay, what's next? What's, uh, let's see. Oh, best in Epcot. Okay, Epcot is tough. There's <laughs> so many quick services here. There's yes. all, there's almost one for every country and world showcase in addition to ones outside of world showcase. So we'll basically just keep it to the fact that we stayed within world showcase. I think we did. Yeah. Um, we did not do the new connections eatery. We haven't eaten there yet. We've seen the food reviews, but we haven't eaten there ourselves. So we couldn't include it and feel like we could actually rank it. Yeah. Um, there is, uh, sunshine seasons or I've, forget what it's called. Yeah, it's called in, Sunshine Seasons. And um, the land outside of Soren. good things about that. It's a fine place to eat, but because they're kind of outside and traditional, like, American foods, we just didn't even bother adding them into this category. We stuck with World Showcase. Yeah. So, in this category for Best in Epcot's World Showcase, we have La Cantina de San Angel. Man, this one keeps getting nominated. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, La Creperie. Lotus Blossom Cafe and Regal Eagle Smokehouse. And the winner goes to, no surprise, La Cantina de San Angel. Yeah. I think it just goes back to the fact that it is a taste of the larger sit down restaurant. And so I think the food is just elevated there. It's I a agree. better food experience. I love the food here. If you are an OG listener in our very first episode, we described like how we would in food and Mexican food is what I chose so um, I just can't get enough of this I'm always happy to eat here I have never had a serving from this quick service that has been disappointing or not up to par um, and I continue to go back here their sangria is also really good that wasn't mentioned earlier I meant margaritas were but their sangria is again like a good option they're all big they're all good they're all big hits um, <laughs> I would say Regal Eagle Smokehouse as a newer place is great I think that it's good if I were to choose between Regal Eagle Smokehouse and Flame Tree Barbecue yeah, for a gonna, barbecue I was place I would choose Flame Tree okay. which is why it doesn't rank as high for me in this category lotus blossom again one of those like if i want some honey chicken rice and veggies it's a different option Mm -hmm. than general american food and it's not bad um but in terms of where does my mind go what do i always want to eat when i get to epcot it is certainly the mexico pavilion quick service Mm -hmm. there's always people fighting for tables there are always birds trying to pick chips (laughs) off the tables too but it's worth it the food is certainly worth it definitely okay last park best in magic kingdom oh magic kingdom (laughs) all right the nominees for best quick service in magic kingdom are casey's corner golden oak outpost Pecos Bill Tall Tale Inn and Tortuga Tavern. And the winner goes to a tie. <laughs> so our tie is between Casey's Corner and Pecos Bill. So this one's a tough one for me. Um, I feel like Casey's is just quintessential quick service in Magic Kingdom. Hubgrass and Chill requires Casey's Corner. Yeah. Or Starbucks. You take take your pick. If yeah. it's, if you're if going it, to sit on the hub grass in front of the castle and you're going to sit there. If you're going to sit there. <laughs> if you're just going to sit there. If you're just going to sit there, you need to have Casey's Corner 
or Starbucks in hand for sure. Casey's Corner, to be honest, the food itself is not extraordinary, but it's your, I think it's the best because of the environment. And also they have a really good bacon mac and cheese hot dog. That's the thing that I rave for there. I am a corn dog nugget aficionado, um, <laughs> basically only from Casey's Corner. As I've tried to get the one spot in the store, and they aren't as good. No. Um, something about the way they fry them is delicious. I love getting, um, if you are a Disney food blog watcher, they call it plastic cheese. Um, yeah. I love getting the plastic cheese. It makes me feel uncomfortable saying <laughs> it and thinking about eating it, but I love getting the plastic cheese and dipping my fries in it. It's definitely at the theme of Casey's Corner, if you're not familiar, is like a baseball um, stand. Yeah. And so everyone dresses in baseball uniforms. It's, it's fun. So fun. Take me out to the ball game, get a hot dog, all of that fun theming. Um, but the the food is good. It, it's standard. I wouldn't, yeah. like you said, I wouldn't necessarily say it's the best hot dog ever in the world. I haven't eaten too many hot dogs to know, but they're definitely good Mm -hmm. I never have been disappointed by them and it does it's right outside of the hub grass it just kind of feels like the right thing to do when you're chilling in magic kingdom definitely um so I love it for that reason but do I enjoy the food from Pecos Bill more yeah well also if you don't know what the hub grass is I feel like we're talking maybe maybe you don't know it's that area of artificial grass that's like almost looks like an area where you can have a picnic and sometimes it's very empty it's a great boat opportunity it's a great kind of quiet spot to sit obviously there's tons happening around you but for some reason when I sit on the hub grass I don't hear anything besides just like the music and I'm watching the castle and it's very peaceful so it's fun I agree I think that this is kind of uh, aside from food, we're really getting into the depths of Hubgrass here. Um, <laughs> Hubgrass, its own episode. <laughs> I mean, why not? Um, with sitting on the Hubgrass, there is so much hustle and bustle to any Disney vacation. It is how the experience works. You go from ride to ride, you're trying to rush around, you're trying to ride things. And I never fail to sit on the Hubgrass and just be there present in the moment and just be like, dang. I'm in Disney. I'm looking at the castle. This is amazing. And that's just kind of my experience. Yeah. Anytime I sit in the hubgrass, I like step out of the busyness, out of the hustle, and just enjoy the space that I'm in. And what better way to enjoy the space that you're in than shoving a corndog nugget in your mouth? <laughs> so, you know, Casey's has my heart just for those moments sitting on the hubgrass, appreciating yeah. Disney World, how much I love it, how much joy it brings me, and just being in the moment. Um, so maybe that's why I love Casey's. Not necessarily the food itself, but <laughs> the memories I share with the hot dogs. <laughs> and the hub grass. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that was all four of our parks. Now we're going to end our award show with our best overall and our worst overall. So, what do we got for best overall? So, our best overall category... We chose one from each park, basically. So we have Ronto Roasters from Disney's Hollywood Studios, Flame Tree Barbecue from Disney's Animal Kingdom, Casey's Corner from Magic Kingdom, and La Cantina de San Angel from Epcot. And the winner goes to... Flame Tree Barbecue! Okay, I'm kind of shocked by this. Yeah, we've been like hyping up the cantina all I know. episode, but I, you know, I mean, 
Flame Tree is so highly spoken of. Yeah, for sure. I think that the food here in terms of it being like I mean you can go to a Mexican Mexican or Latin restaurant in a yeah. lot of places and get decent Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Um you can go to plenty of decent barbecue places and get good barbecue. I think the thing that makes Flame Tree a more pleasant experience and makes it the winner like I had mentioned before um, it is a actual battle to find a table at La Cantina Mm, yeah like you're standing there with your tray most literally most of the time I walk outside of the dining area with my tray and go sit somewhere else outside of the restaurant because there's nowhere to eat um people literally stand and just like scalp tables like trying to figure out who's standing up are you leaving are are you getting ready to leave no we just sat down um and so that makes it more of a turn off even though the food is great the experience of getting your food sitting down and being able to enjoy it is much harder to come by than it is <laughs> yeah. at flame tree there are so many places to sit at flame tree the view is gorgeous you get to look across the lake in animal kingdom at mount everest um or if you don't have a direct view of it you're kind of surrounded by vegetation yeah um the theming of the seating area fun fact is predator prey so every oh. little um hut that you can sit in is a different predator prey combo you'll see them painted on the ceilings on the fans um the tables all the things that you're like eating around they're different versions of predator prey which i think is um kind of cool that even though it's the circle of life and one of them is a prey mm-hmm. and yeah intended to be eaten by the other <laughs> um it's cool that animal kingdom highlights that in this um quick service because the idea is that when we sit down we're the predator and our food is the prey <laughs> i'm not kidding yeah, like I this mean, is the idea it. and so it's a you know it's a smokehouse it's barbecue it's definitely meat um and so i thought that that was just like a neat touch there's yeah. not really any theming to la cantina in the same way so for all of those reasons combined flame tree gets my vote for best overall definitely for sure Okay, now we're going to end with worst overall. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. We could we only had two nominees for this category because there really isn't there really isn't any bad quick service options, I would say in my opinion. There are two that we think kind of stand out as like meh, below average, but um you really can't go wrong anywhere you eat with quick service. Yeah, I feel like with quick service, there are a handful that I just never go to. Like, I'm not interested. I know that I can get better food somewhere else or food that's more appealing to me personally somewhere yeah. else. So it's just never an option for me. Mm-hmm, um, definitely. Or there's things that I know I love at other places that I'm dying to get back to by mm-hmm. the time I'm in Disney. So there's a pretty good list. I'll just like off the top of my head, Restaurantosaurus, uh, Pizza Rizzo, um, Backlot Express, like all of these places I literally never go to. Yeah. Um, but in terms of our nominees, our voting, our conversations, we have two standout <laughs> worst overall quick service. And spoiler alert, it was a tie. We both 
picked the other one for what we thought was the worst, but it comes down to Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe in Tomorrowland in Magic Kingdom and Pizza Fari, which is in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, so Pizza Fari, you can get flatbreads, you can get pizza there. I literally never have gotten one. I don't know. I went there once and I was like, man, just boring pizza like yeah nothing special about it nothing special about it would you choose pizza rizzo over pizza fari yes okay. i would i do like pizza rizzo okay i think the theming of pizza rizzo is really cute yeah pizza rizzo is in hollywood studios and it's meant to be themed around the muppets right mm-hmm. yeah yeah so um they've got some better their pizza is better there yeah i've had pizza there at pizza rizzo it was fine wasn't like yeah it's not oh my gosh it's not it's not the via napoli pizza window guys it's not the via napoli pizza window so side story courtney um (laughs) definitely had via napoli pizza window in her list of nominees (laughs) and i was like i don't know if this counts like does it count and we went back and forth and we ended up taking it off the list so if that was one of your favorites courtney loves you um, because it's her favorite for sure it's great i just love via napoli so anything that comes out of that place i want Okay, but funny enough, my favorite quick service, I think, overall, also serves pizza that is incredible, and it's Prima Piatto at Riviera. Oh, yeah, you, so, had, to, you had to throw this one in there. Maybe we have to do a pizza tour. Ooh, pizza tour. That sounds I, so good. Which, which one has the best pizza? I think that's a great idea. I'm totally for it. I can totally eat six different versions of pizza in a day. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, those are our least favorite. Cosmic Rays is fine. I think that Sunny Eclipse and Cosmic Rays is a nostalgic little alien. Animatronic. That's very outdated. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely that like nostalgic version of yeah, Tomorrowland. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'll Pe- give you that. People love Tomorrowland. People who are like OG, Disney, keep everything the same, are obsessed with Sunny Eclipse. They love Sunny Eclipse. He's definitely outdated. Um, it kind of always feels empty in Cosmic Rays. The food is burgers and fries, chicken tenders and fries. There's not really anything special about no. it. Um, so that's why it gets... Uh, low vote on my list but um, I think that was a pretty fun award show yeah I am now starving and uh, want to go to Disney right now and eat everything so I, I had a lot of fun with this yeah, there are so many too. options and we could do so many other award shows with other quick services like we said in resorts or Disney Springs or, or sit down restaurants there's so much food at Disney and so thanks for sitting here and listening to our whole award show and, and joining in and We'll definitely be putting some stuff out on Instagram so you guys can participate as well, like we said. But for now, thanks for so much for tuning in. Sorry if you're hungry. Hey all, this is Kelly from Kelly's Magical Vacations, the official travel partner of the Castle Chat. And I am so excited to bring you today's trip tip. One thing that a lot of people tell me about Disney is they feel like they're constantly running around and they never really get to relax on their vacation. I always recommend to my clients to build in a rest day. A rest day will allow you to just hang at your resort, check out all their offerings there, maybe get to the pool, try out the dining, anything like that, but just don't have a day where you're going into the parks and you feel like you have to get up for rope drop, stay till fireworks, and kind of spend the whole day running around. This gives you some time to just relax, enjoy your vacation, and get back to the parks later on. 
be sure to head over to Kelly's Magical Vacations on Instagram for all your Disney tips and tricks. And if you are looking to plan a Disney vacation, you can head to the Castle Chats Instagram. Click that link in their bio and there will be a form that you can fill out so that we can start planning and I can help you with everything from your accommodations to your tickets to your dining and everything in between. Hey guys, it is Kate coming at you with the announcement for our giveaway winner. For those of you who have participated in our season four kickoff giveaway, thank you so much. We have nearly 100 new friends to hang out with. I hope that beyond a giveaway, we can find a place and space for all of us to get to know each other and continue to grow this little community. But in terms of what you all are really here for, who is the winner of our Coach Disney giveaway? Our winner is, now I am very sorry if I butcher how you pronounce your name, but I'm going with Callie Hochstelter. It's C-A-L-L-E-E-H-O-C-H-S-T-E-T-L-E-R. Obviously, if this is your name, I'm assuming you know who I'm talking about. I apologize if this is not how you pronounce it, but please send us a message on Instagram so we can get you your prize. Thanks so much, guys, for listening. Have a great week. Small shop shout out. What? We're back at it again with a small shop (laughs) shout out. Yeah, we are. Like we said, in season four, we will be rotating our new segment, which is Creator Spotlight and Small Shop Shoutout, which you guys all know if you are listeners from before, you know that we do Small Shop Shoutout at the end of every single episode. So this week, we are shouting out Fantasy Feelings. They are a very well-known Disney apparel company. Um, They're very active on Instagram, and they honestly, their products are super, super trendy. They're not your typical Disney shirts that are like from Etsy. (laughs) I don't know. Like they're they're very artistically driven. They are beautiful. Um, and right now they definitely have a lot of Star Wars apparel that they're putting out because we're getting close to um, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. And I'm just loving their new designs and everything they put out is just, it, it can, honestly, some of it is very subtle Disney, but it's very, it's very trendy. It's very vibey and it's fun. So you can follow them on Instagram, fantasy underscore there's a lot of underscores and then feelings okay guys next week we are coming back with episode three of season four and it's going to be our resort rewind and recap episode where we pick a walt disney world resort and we tell you everything you need to know about that resort what our experiences have been like when we stayed there and if we think we if we would recommend it to you and your family so caitlin what is going to be our resort that we are highlighting next week so next week we are going to be talking all things art of animation I am so excited to do this resort. It is listed as a value resort, but it is the pinnacle of value resorts. And fun addition to this episode, we are bringing on our girl, Kelly. Yes, I'm so excited to have Kelly join us for this episode. She is our travel expert and 
what better person to have on this episode? She is going to be able to share so many tips and tricks and, and things about this resort that we probably don't even know. So I'm really excited to have her on this episode. Yes, I definitely am so interested to hear all of her insight and what she has to say. But until then, you guys can find us on Instagram, talking all things Disney at the Castle Chat. Mm-hmm. And you can also send us an email, thecastlechat at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts. Reach out to us. Just say, hey, we love, love, love to hear from you. You can also drop us a review on Apple Podcasts um, or you can rate us on Spotify. Either or, we'd love to just hear any type of feedback that you guys have. And thank you so much for continuing to support our dream of this podcast. We love getting to do this for you guys every single week. So with that, we'll leave you with what we always leave you with, which is there's a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you. Go make it magical. See you real soon. Bye.